Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Robert Acosta speaking, the chair of Accessible World and Tech Talk. We are delighted to have you here today. Uh, we are speaking from the Pat Price Tech Talk Training Room of AccessibleWorld.org. The date is Monday, May 18, 2015. We have two great speakers here today from Mystic Access, and we welcome them very much. They are Kim Loftus and Chris Grabowski. New Generation Victor Reader Stream Audio Tutorial. Mystic Access is excited to debut for sale a comprehensive New Generation Victor Reader Stream Audio Tutorial in DAISY 3 format. This tutorial is comprised of five distinct parts basic features and functions the offline bookshelves, the online bookshelves, the humanware companion software, and a marvelous miscellany. Each part includes detailed sections that walk the user through various aspects of the stream's usage and features. Some of the specific topics addressed include audible support, creating and utilizing bookmarks, the multi-tap text entry method, using the built-in user guide and key describer features, and successfully configuring wireless networks. We also discuss the vast online feature set, including the internet radio, online podcasts, searching and downloading NLS content, and much more. Mystic Access contact information. Mystic Access address 733 Delaware Road, number 341, Buffalo, New York, 14223. And the email is info at The web is www.mysticaccess.com. Phone 716-543-3323. As I said before, our presenters are Chris Grabowski and Kim Loftus. Ladies and gentlemen, the first person you will hear speaking is Chris for a brief moment, and then Kim will carry on with the discussion of the tutorial. We decided to create the tutorial because I was on a couple of mailing lists and saw people were asking questions about the stream, and I came up with the idea, hmm, is this something that people would um, would utilize? And I asked Kim if she would help me record it, and first of all, and I don't mind admitting this, she laughed at me. She says, oh, I don't, I, a real second-generation stream, really, um, the documentation's out there, and yada, 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 as somebody who's had a stream for five or so years. She wasn't sure until she went and searched for it, and the documentation was pretty sparse. Um, let's see. We decided when we were recording this tutorial to make it a fully navigable DAISY 
digital talking book. So if you were to unzip the tutorial, you would see it comprises of 54 MP3s. 54 MP3s are each part, each section, the introduction, they're all comprised, but once we added the DAISY navigation, it now, you could navigate between 176 some odd headings. So you have parts at level one, sections at level two, and subsections at level three. So it's very, very organized. And I think that's it for me right now. I'm going to pass it off to Kim so that she can start the, the presentation. Thanks, Chris. One of the things that I found a bit intimidating when beginning this project was the fact that there aren't a lot of women in assistive tech doing a lot of stuff like this. So there are quite a few whom I admire personally, and I thought, gosh, you know, this is an interesting way to bring myself into this field and really begin to attempt to figure out, you know, where do I even begin? So first thing I did was to really begin to create a comprehensive outline for what needed to be covered. And it was only during the creation of that outline that I realized just how extensive the material was for the unit. And having owned a first-gen stream since 2010, I realized there was a lot of material. But then bringing in the online material, the plethora of information that one can find online using the online bookshelves, etc., I was quite overwhelmed, so I made a very, very extensive outline. It's about six, six single-spaced pages of outline <laughs> that went into the original creation of the tutorial. And then it was record, edit, uh, create the daisy. So it, it took a good solid three weeks of recording and editing and creating the daisy to bring this about. But I'm not just going to sit here all night and talk about the tutorial I want to actually show you guys some features that are available in the stream. And in doing that, I'm also going to give you a little bit of information about how those features made it into the tutorial and a bit about how you can find what you're looking for in the course of the tutorial. One of the things that we were very concerned about and wanted to make sure that we covered was as much as possible to have each section or bookshelf or feature, for instance, bookmarks, the user guide the key describer mode, etc., in its own compact section. So if you're looking for information, say, on bookmarks, you can move to Part 1, Section 5, I believe, and you will find pretty much everything I know about bookmarks that I was able to put into that section. If you're looking for information on the online NLS BARD downloads, you're able to move to Part three and whatever section that is that brings you directly to full information on navigating, downloading, and the menus that are available for you to utilize with your NLS BARD. One of the things I wanted to be very careful about in the creation of this was to make sure that the menus and the menu items were covered succinctly and covered where they were most relevant in the tutorial. So, for instance, in the NLS BARD online section, the NLS BARD menu, which you reach by pressing your 7 key several times to cycle through the online menus and offline menus, depending on which 
series of bookshelf series of bookshelves you are on, you're able to toggle through and discover. Oh, okay. Here's my barred bookshelf. This goes in the barred section. So everything is pretty cohesive in terms of finding what you need where you want it. So for those of you who are perhaps newer to this unit, I'm just going to move through. I'm going to show you the bookshelf structure, and then we're going to go a little bit from there. Then I think the next thing I want to do after I show you some of this structure is to show you the Daisy Nav. I want to show you what those 170-some headings look like. I went a bit crazy when doing Daisy Nav, but I think it ultimately turned out for the best because it's very, very intuitive in terms of moving down to very uh, low levels of navigation. In other words, if you want to know how to create a uh, highlight bookmark, for instance, you are able to go directly to that section on highlight bookmarks. It is a heading level. So... That's just one example. I'm just going to move through the bookshelf level. I am currently offline. I'm in my offline bookshelves. I'm going to press my one key. Bookshelf. Talking books. 165. Books. 10. Welcome to the Humanware Victor Reader Stream New Generation Audio Tutorial by Mystic Access. This is currently in the Digital Talking Books bookshelf of the offline bookshelf structure. And you may have heard, that's my voice, doing the title and author of the stream tutorial. So that's one of the books on my DTB right now. Uh, if the daisy does not appeal to you or you're not sure how to use it, never fear. I have another copy in other books. And I'm going to show you navigation in that momentarily. So I'm just going to move to the next bookshelf other books. by pressing my one key. Books. 53. Daisy Tutorial Proper Names. That's called Daisy Tutorial Proper Names. This is actually the tutorial, the same tutorial that we just saw on the previous bookshelf, but this will only play the MP3. So, for instance, in other books, it's just like with if you happen to have had or seen a first-gen stream, if you place something in other books and it is a group of files within a folder, then you are easily able to play those files back to back to back. There's no stopping in between the files, so they play like a book, which is why it's called the other books folder. So if you throw this folder of files with the Daisy, or pardon me, with the tutorial in them, then the Daisy files will not be played. They will play back to back to back as MP3s. So that's another way to do it if the Daisy doesn't appeal to you or you're not quite sure how to navigate, etc then you have this option. So this is the Other Books bookshelf. If you're curious about my voices and thinking that did not sound like Heather, this is actually the UK acapella voices. One of the things that I was really quite delighted to share in terms of creating this tutorial, in Part 5 in the Marvelous Miscellaneous section of the tutorial, you are able to hear me change the firmware. So if you don't want Ryan and Heather as your acapella U.S. voices, which is what you'll get by default, you are able to change to Lucy and Tyler, which are the Australian English. You're able to change to Graham and Rachel, who are the U.K. English, who are currently installed on my stream, etc. There's English and Spanish, English and French, and all sorts of different languages. So I take you through the process of actually changing the firmware. I'm going to press my one key again to move us into the next bookshelf. Audible books. Two. Books. One. Into the Woods, Tales from the Hollows and Beyond, Unabridged, Part 2. So this is my Audible bookshelf, and I have to thank Alan and give him a particular shout-out. I know he's here tonight, and thank you so much for, for showing up and, and being here, uh, because he actually gave me a couple brilliant tips that I hadn't even thought of prior to recording the Audible section, and I was able to incorporate 
a bit of his brilliance into the recording of this section. So thank you. That meant a lot to me, and I really wanted to make sure, because one of the things that we've seen, for those of you who are on the stream list, and I know that's probably how most of you currently know me, if you do know me, uh, either that or through the Mystic Access podcast, which I've been contributing to for nearly a year now, believe it or not, um, is that there's a great deal of questions concerning Audible. How do you download them? How do you authorize, et cetera, et cetera? That's for first-gen and second-gen stream users. So this, even if you're a first-gen stream user, the Audible section here is pretty helpful. It's almost, I think it's almost 25 minutes long. So there's quite a bit. I show you three different uh, methods for getting your content from your Audible downloads folder onto your stream itself. So that's pretty cool. I also show you how to authorize for Audible. I show you the navigation of the Audible bookshelf, etc. So that's something that I particularly wanted to make sure that I tried to cover in as much depth and detail as I could because it is something that is asked about very, very frequently as any of you on the stream list or who perhaps have a stream will know. It's it's a pretty big concept that comes up a lot. How do I do this? I'm sure there are things I missed both in the Audible section and in terms of the entire tutorial, but it is 8 hours and 14 minutes in length, so hopefully I didn't miss that much. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, you guys can certainly call me on it as time passes. I'm happy to make updates uh, when large enough things happen and firmware releases happen, etc., or software releases happen so that those can be made. But hopefully, hopefully I got some of your Audible questions answered and was able to walk you through some of the exploits exploration of the Audible bookshelves, and also some of the tricks and tips for ways to get your Audible content from your Audible downloads on your PC to your stream. So there are a few methods for doing it, and I tried to cover those pretty extensively in the course of the Audible section, which is in the offline bookshelf section, of course. I'm going to press my one key to move us to the next bookshelf. Music. One. Book. One. All music. This is, of course, the music bookshelf. This section is over 30 minutes in length. I am a musician and a music junkie, and I hope I was able to show quite a lot of information in terms of what's available within the course of the music bookshelf. This bookshelf is seen by the stream as one large book. However, there is immense amounts of folder structure navigation available if you actually move in here. Um, there are up to eight levels of folder navigation in this book in the music book, and you can navigate by album, song, you know, however you have yours laid out is going to determine how you can navigate, but one of the things that I wanted to say in the music bookshelf was how to create temporary playlists. So if you have a specific artist who you have in a folder and then his or her albums in subfolders underneath, then you can take all that artist's music and turn it into a temporary playlist and place it on random, and then you can only play your you know, whatever that artist happens to be that you're enjoying at the time. So I wanted to make sure to show some ways beyond just taking your big, huge music bookshelf, if you're anything like me, and pressing random and going, gosh, now I have to listen to 3,000 songs randomized, and they're all by different artists and different genres and different albums, etc. So there are ways around that, <laughs> and I wanted to make sure to address a bit of that in the course of the music bookshelf. So I'm going to press the one key to move us to the next shelf. Saved podcasts, 21. Episodes, 1. 
2013 This is the saved podcast bookshelf. Again, I'm showing you some pretty basic stuff in, in terms of some of these online, or pardon me, offline bookshelves. This one and the other book's bookshelf are a little less than 15 minutes long. I'm a pretty chatty person, and I also tend to be thorough to the point of maddening other people. <laughs> so um, these are actually some of the shorter sections. I think the only things that are shorter are encouragement corners and now it's your turn sections, which I'll get to momentarily because I do want to share with you a bit about those. So podca- the Save Podcasts offline bookshelf and the other books offline bookshelf, those are covered in... Great detail in terms of being able to navigate, showing you what the go-to key does from within a book or sitting on the bookshelf, showing you how to navigate within levels. uh, Save podcasts, for instance, each file that is placed on the bookshelf is seen as a single book. So that's one of the, or probably the major differentiating factor between things placed on the other, or the pardon me, the saved podcast bookshelf and what you place on the other books bookshelf. The stream recognizes and will play those files slightly differently. So I try to make a point of explaining and showing more of that in the course of the saved podcast bookshelf. However, you can put folder structure within the saved podcast bookshelf just as you can within other books. It's just going to show each file within that folder as a single book but it can help with organization, etc. So Save Podcasts, one of the shorter sections, along with other books in the offline bookshelf part, which is part two of the tutorial. I'm going to press the one key to move us to the next shelf. Notes, one. Note, one. And this is the notes bookshelf. I'm actually stunned at how much there was to say about notes. Notes is over a half an hour in length in terms of what's recorded in the tutorial, which I was probably more shocked than anyone to realize just how much there is to say about notes. In this section, I also very thoroughly go through the offline menu that is associated with notes, which I believe is called recordings. Let me. I'm just going to press the menu key from here and move through it because I don't want to give you the incorrect information. Menu. I'm pressing the Navigation 7 key. And playback. Skip. Language. Recording. There we go. Recording. Yes. Leading menu. I'm going to press my cancel key to cancel out of that. It is the recording menu that I discuss in great depth and why you might want a 192 KBP MP3 versus a 16-bit WAV file, etc. So there's quite a bit of detail in there in regards to recording your notes, in regards to why you might want one format or, over another, why you want, might want stereo versus mono for your recording, etc., etc., so there's quite a lot in notes. I show you how to record notes, delete notes, uh, place bookmarks within notes while you are recording them. That's kind of a cool feature that I don't think uh, is covered uh, or mentioned as often as it perhaps could be. So that's one of the things I wanted to make sure to mention in terms of the tutorial. So that's the notes bookshelf. Again, very long and detailed. Let's press the one key to move to the next shelf. Talking books. We're back to talking books. Books. Uh, I do and cover text. I just don't happen to, to humanware, Victor have Reader any stream, text new on this particular SD card. By Mystic but there is a section in the offline bookshelves that does cover the text bookshelf. We go through several books, a uh, couple that I got from Gutenberg. I showed you RTFs, a DocX, an HTM, or a couple of different HTMs. Uh, we do a search within a book. So there's there's quite a lot of 
detail that's available through these various bookshelves that I really try to cover in as much detail as I can. We're now back on the uh, DTB bookshelf, and I'm actually going to go into this book. You may have heard my voice again there. I'm quite sick of hearing my own voice at this stage because I've been recording for so long (laughs) for the last several weeks. But I'm going to go actually in here, and I want to show you some of the navigation available in the DAISY version of the book, and I I say that because this is the version that's sitting on the DTB. I'm going to take you into other books in a moment and show you the difference in the navigation and what you're going to hear, but I want to show you some of the nav levels available in here. So I'm going to press my play key on this book. End of book. I'm at the end, so I'm going to press play again. Welcome to Mystic Access, where the magic is in. There's our audio logo. Those of you who listen to the podcast regularly, first of all, thank you very much. Second of all, you are familiar with that. I'm just going to pause for a moment and then press my two key. Level two. I'm just going to show you some levels. Level one. So this is the level one nav. I'm going to press play again, then I'm going to press six. Part one. Overview and important basic functions. This is the overview and important basic functions part. In this part, we discuss bookmarks. We discuss a very detailed overview and orientation of what the stream actually looks like. I describe the unit in great detail. I describe the functions of each button in great detail. I talk about how to get the stream in and out of a little silicone case. I talk about how to plug it up using the micro USB charger either through your computer or via the adapter, the wall adapter. There's a lot in here. There's a lot in about SD cards. I mentioned flash drives or thumb drives briefly in this section. Um, There's a lot. So I'm going to come back to this and show you some of the level nav available in here, especially the level 3 nav. But I'm just going to press my play key again and show you what else is available at level 1. In this part, I'm going to assist you in becoming very familiar... Part 2. Exploring the Standard or Offline Bookshelves. There's the Offline Bookshelves. Part 3. The Online Bookshelves. There's In this part, part 3, the part Online. Four, the Humanware Companion. There's an entire part on the Humanware Companion. It's almost 45 minutes in length. So for those of you who have been kind of wondering, well, how can Companion assist me in getting more out of my stream or using more features for my stream or doing X, Y, or Z a little more efficiently for me, then this is a section for you. There's quite a lot in here in terms of subsections. As I said, it's almost 45 minutes in length. So I really go into Companion. I show you a lot of the features available. We go through the entire menu structure of Companion. I talk about what each item within each menu does. And I show several transfers. We transfer a, an NLS book. We transfer a podcast. And we transfer a music file. I also change a or place a pdf on the stream and of course if you place a pdf on the stream the stream doesn't natively recognize or play pdf files but it will change it to a text file so i actually show you that transfer process and then actually play the stream and show you okay this is turned to this pdf that we just transferred into a text file so that it can be played on the stream so there's a lot available in terms of so many different parts and pieces to uh, to this. There's also a place in this section where we create a permanent or semi-permanent, however permanent you want to make it, M3U playlist. So if you want to create a permanent playlist for your stream and there's a certain artist that you want to have all their music playing or a certain album that you really like that you want to play anytime you want, you can have it as a separate playlist on your on your music bookshelf and play that via the um, via the music bookshelf via an M3U playlist that you create through your Humanware Companion. 
So there's a lot in there. Um, you can actually go on and Bookshare, for instance, through the companion itself and utilize Bookshare uh, searches and create and conduct Bookshare searches via the companion itself. So that's just a couple of little things that I cover in the course of that section. I'm going to press my play key. The Humanware Companion is I'm going to press the six key. Part five. The Marvelous the Miscellany. This that's part, part five. Really that's the Marvelous Miscellany. That's probably pretty self-explanatory. All the stuff that doesn't fit, fit elsewhere ends up in this part. And I'm not going to spoil the surprise, but let's just say that there is a surprise in this, in this part that uh, may be pleasant for some of you who are listening. We try to keep it creative, keep it fun, while also keeping it very informative. So there is a surprise at the beginning of part five. I don't want to spoil it, so I'm just going to press six again. Mystic Access wishes to thank you again. That's the closing announcement. Of tutorial. End of book. And those are all at part one. If I move to part two, it's going to move us Level by section. Two. So I'm going to press Welcome play again. Mystic. Now, let's take a detailed look at what we're going to be covering throughout this tutorial. This is part of the table part of contents. Part one. This is the part one again. Overview. It's showing us the part ones, but if I press six again. Section one. We're at Basic section one. Basic overview and orientation. Basic section overview and orientation. Section two. Opening. Exploring and exiting the key describer mode. Section 3. These are all in part 1. Entering, exploring, and exiting the stream's built-in user guide. Section 4. Date, time, and sleep settings. Date, time, and sleep settings. That's handy information to know. We actually go in, set the date, set the time, go through all the various settings available through the date, time, and sleep settings. And... Uh, show you that in, in pretty deep detail. I'm actually going to move to level threes now. You get the idea about twos. Twos move you through sections. So I'm going to press my eight key to move to level three navigation. Level three. And I actually want to show you some of this level nav that we have here. I'm quite proud of it actually. I'm going to press the play key. A nice feature that is therefore you can Okay, I'm gonna move to five. the next section which is section all about five. bookmarks. Okay, all about bookmarks. So I'm just going to not speak for a moment and I'm just going to start pressing levels uh the number six key to move us through our level three navigation in this section all about bookmarks. There may be times when you're listening to a specific book, listening to a piece of... Let's say I want to set a bookmark there. I'm going to press my rewind key just a couple times to make sure I'm back at the very beginning of that section. I'm going to go back just a little bit because I want to put an audio notation right here before this red velvet cake recipe. So I'm there's one final type of bookmark that I would like to show you. This is the highlight bookmark. What if you've finished with a book and decide that you want to remove all of your bookmarks from the book? Let me place one more bookmark in this book, and then I'll delete it from the bookmark list. Within the menus, there is a bookmark alert menu item. Let's briefly return to audio bookmarks for a moment. Remember how I showed you you could record an audio bookmark by just pressing the record key? Section 6 using the multi-tap text entry method. There's an entire section on using the multi-tap text entry method. Uh, going back to bookmarks for just a moment, though, that gives you an idea of the craziness of my level three navs because there's probably, what, six or seven of them at least in that section. I wasn't counting as I went along, but there are several of them because I really want it to be very intuitive for you to move through uh, the various nav available and find what you want as quickly and easily and intuitively as possible. I'm going to move out of here briefly because I just want to go online really quick and give you a little bit of an overview of what we talk about in the online stuff. 
I'm going to press my online offline key, which is situated between the go to key and the bookmark key on the top row of this front facing inter- the front interface of the stream. So I'm going to press that. Airplane mode on. It tells me Bookshelf. that airplane Internet mode radio. Two. is Playlists. on. One. Favorites. So I'm offline. So I'm going to press and hold the online offline key. Airplane mode off. Tells me airplane mode's off, therefore I'm online. The very first section that we discuss when we get to part three, which is the online bookshelves menu, is all about wireless. We talk all about the wireless menus that are available from within the online bookshelves and spend about 15 minutes going through the wireless menus, the various settings. I actually reconfigure my home network. So I show you guys exactly how that works. I delete my home connection prior to that, so I can show you how deleting a connection works. I show you the validate connection feature. Someone was asking about that recently on the stream list, and it was cool to be able to share and say a little bit more about, oh, this is exactly what this does. It is actually kind of a cool feature for those of you who have never tried it. You can't hurt anything by going in there and pressing confirm on your validate connection. If you are successfully connected to Wi-Fi, you'll get a neat little surprise. You actually get a nice long message from your stream giving you a little bit of information. And I I demonstrate that in the course of the wireless section. So the first thing I want to make sure that you can do is to competently get online and do that with confidence and without as much hassle as you know, possible. (laughs) Sometimes it's a little bit of a tricky situation, but generally speaking, you can get online relatively quickly as long as you have your SSID and password. So first thing we cover, section one of the online bookshelves is moving on, uh, moving online and getting wirelessly connected to your Wi-Fi. So that's particularly helpful if that's something that's new to you or if you need to reconfigure for some reason, you are walked step by step through that. You just heard internet radio when I moved into this section. That's another very detailed section. I think that's another one that's about half an hour long. There's quite a lot of information in there. I show the humanware suggested playlist. I show how you can go into the menus and change that. If you're in the U.S., for instance, and you want to change to the U.K. playlist, which is the example I show you, um, you can easily do that from within the menus associated with the internet radio. All you have to do is press your 7 key a couple times. And that will get you to the Internet Radio menu. I'm actually going to show you that. I'm going to press my 7 key. Menu. Wireless. Airplane There's mode. your wireless. Off. Menu. General. There's Answer. general. Internet radio. And there's internet radio. Our playlist. English North America. So mine's currently set on English North America. You can very easily change that. Import internet radio playlist from file. I show you all the various um, items that are available from within these, these various menu. menus. One. So... Favorites. It's very detailed in terms of showing you each item and describing or demonstrating as much as possible what each one does. (laughs) So, Internet Radio. I'm just going to move quickly through the rest of these online bookshelves because I just want to show you what's here in in case you're unfamiliar or would like to become more familiar. We have the Internet Radio bookshelf. I'm going to press my one key. References. Zero. Files. Search on Wikipedia. These are the references. This is the references bookshelf. It allows you to search either via Wikipedia or via Wiktionary. We do a search for Natalie Dormer on Wikipedia. Those of you who are Games of Game of Thrones fans uh, would know her name, or those of you who watched the Tudors previously to that. Uh, and then, as a sort of a joke, we do a search for Anne because I was thinking Anne Boleyn. So we do that on Wikipedia through a. Through a bookshelf, or through a book that I originally cover in the text 
uh, offline bookshelves. So it's I kind of play off of uh, previous shelves occasionally and things that I've done on previous shelves. So it can be kind of fun. I'm just trying to keep it creative because I think the main thing that we wanted to make sure we conveyed through creating something like this is not only can learning a unit like the stream, which has a whole lot of different facets to it, be a kind of a long experience or kind of a detailed experience to be able to say, oh, God, I need to learn this and this and this. But it can be fun. It can be creative. It can be enjoyable while you're doing it. So I wanted to create something that was intensely thorough while making sure that it was done in a fun, laid-back atmosphere. I'm a pretty cheerful person. You're going to get a pretty upbeat learning style as we move through eight hours of material. So if I'm a little too chipper for you, this might not be your tutorial. Um, but I, I really attempt to keep things light and keep things fun while we're moving through some of this stuff because I understand that learning new assistive tech, even if you're, like myself, a lifelong assistive tech learner and user, can sometimes be intimidating and scary and overwhelming. It's like, what what do I need to learn next? Which is why we wanted to try to create something in a step-by-step manner that would make it both easy and fun and intuitive based on where things were placed in the course of the tutorial. So that was something that we wanted to try to make sure of during the creation process. So that's the that's the references shelf with Wiktionary and Wikipedia. I'm going to press my one key to move us to the next bookshelf. NLS Bard. Eight. Books. Six. The Magic Half. Annie Barrows. This is NLS, uh, the NLS online shelf. Of course, we go through downloading books. I show you some of the various ways of searching for books. We go through some category searches. We do an online search. We do, or a, pardon me, a text search to search for something specific. There's quite a lot available in that section to really get you familiar with how the NLS online BARD searches work. And it's, it's quite fun. It's enjoyable, I think. I actually take you through a couple of different menus in that section, both the NLS menu and the general menu, to help you with configuring your downloads the way you want, etc. So that's available in the NLS BARD section of the online uh, bookshelves in Part 3 of the tutorial. I'm going to press the one key again. Podcasts 38. Podcast feeds. This is the podcast's bookshelf. An unexpected journey. Meet the cast. And incorporated. Here's a podcast that I recently downloaded. Again, quite a bit of detail there. I'm going to press the one key again. NFB Newsline. Here's NFB Newsline. One. Air and Space, May the 1st, 2015. And there's Air and Space for May the 1st. I make sure in the NFB Newsline bookshelf to tell you how to get those publications initially into your Newsline favorites list, into the correct Newsline favorite list, so that you can then easily synchronize them to your stream. I think that's something that was important to note and to make sure that particularly if you're a new Newsline user, that you can easily move your publications to where they need to go, for instance, into the In Your Pocket, NFB Newsline, In Your Pocket favorites list, so that they can then just be easily configured to your stream when you enter your Newsline credentials into the NFB Newsline menu here on the online menu section of your stream. So this is a really nice bookshelf. For those of you who aren't familiar with Newsline, you can get newspapers, and someone can correct me later, but I'm almost positive that every state is now, um, there are newspapers available from every state 
within the U.S. If I'm wrong, someone please correct me later. But newspapers, magazines, there seem to be new magazines added almost every month now. So that's very nice. It's actually a very enjoyable way to read, particularly if you like the acapella voices. I've found them quite pleasant. I've really been enjoying reading with Rachel and Graham, who I currently have as my firmware. And uh, it's, it's just a fun, easy, pleasurable reading experience to be able to download newspapers and magazines of interest directly onto my stream. And, of course, with a lot of these bookshelves, Bookshare, NFB Newsline, NLS, etc., the on, off, uh, pardon me, the online bookshelves, you are able to easily move publications or books, etc., of your choosing directly to your stream, to your stream's SD card from internal memory. So, for instance, if you downloaded something online, say from Bookshare, then you are easily able to move that from internal memory so that your internal memory does not fill up too quickly and move that directly onto your SD card so that you can enjoy it anytime you want and you don't have to worry about any strange things happening to it. So um, I do suggest moving things from time to time should you wish. Just move them off to your SD card and particularly with something small like an Bookshare book or like an NFB Newsline publication, it's a snap to move it from your internal memory onto your SD card. All you have to do is press your three key and uh, a couple of times and then press your confirm key and you're good to go. You can easily move to your SD card whatever you would like. I'm going to press the one key again. Bookshare. One. Book. One. Fiona's Wish. So this is the Bookshare bookshelf. Of course, you can search for and download material directly utilizing your stream from Bookshare, just like with Bard. You are able to go on, make searches. As a matter of fact, I'm going to show you this one while we're here really quick. I'm just going to press my go-to key from here with uh, sitting on the Bookshare bookshelf. Go to book. We can go to book. Search for Bookshare Books. I pressed it again, and it says Search for Bookshare Books. So I'm going to press Confirm on that. Most popular books. And we are put into a group of search options, if you will, that we can choose from for our search. So we can... I'm going to press my H key to move us down this list. Most recent books. Most recent books. Browse by category. We can browse by category. I'm actually going to show you that in a moment. Title search. We can do a title search. Author search. We can do an author search. If you want to search for Charlotte Bronte, for instance... You can go in here, type in Charlotte Bronte, and get Jane Eyre and Shirley and Villette and whatever else you might like. I'm going to press the A key again. Full text search. This is a full text search. That's handy. If you happen, for instance, the other day I was looking for a book about Selkies. And uh, I thought, I, I don't know if this book is available on Bookshare, but I'm going to check it out. So I just went in here to a full text search, hit confirm on it, and used multi-tap text entry to type in the word Selkie, pressed confirm, and it pulled up all the results it had with the word Selkie. <laughs> so that's kind of a very handy feature that can be really useful when you aren't quite sure if they have a book or you know you're looking for a book on a particular topic and it's not in the category list and you want to really narrow down your search. You have the ability to do so very easily. I'm going to press the 8 key again. Most popular books. And we're back to most popular books. So it's very easy to do a search and conduct a search for whatever you may want. Bookshare, as most of you probably know in this particular room, has a huge plethora of books, hundreds of thousands of books to choose from. It is $50 a year. It's $75 for your first year and $50 a year after that. I think I may have heard a familiar voice or two from the Bookshare volunteer list. Hi out there, if you're out there. 
um, it, it's, it's just a pleasure to utilize, and I think it's a really terrific addition to the online features available through the stream. I'm going to actually press the cancel key to move us out of here. Bookshelf. Bookshare. And we're one. back to the bookshare. Book. Bookshelf. One. Fiona's wish. And back to the single solitary lonesome book that's currently sitting on my bookshare bookshelf. I'm going to press the one key. Internet radio. Two. And we're back to Playlists. internet radio. One. Favorites. So that's what's available in the online bookshelves. So you're able to browse to your heart's content and uh, be able to really see very comprehensively what's available. And as I said, each section I try to do a number of navigational things, show you what the go-to key does, show you what the where am I key, which is the five key, what that does, show you various level navigation within various publications, et cetera, et cetera. So that's, that's one of the things some people might consider that a bit too redundant. But as I said near the beginning of this, one of the things we wanted to make sure we could do was to create very concise, compact sections. So when you found a section on podcasts, for instance, you went in there, you're going to find out pretty much everything you want to know about podcasts. You're not going to have to skip around from section to section or part to part to say, why didn't she cover X? Well, it's probably going to be in the podcast section where it's supposed to be, and if it isn't, shame on me. It should have been. <laughs> so that's that's what's available there. I want to speak very briefly to the pricing thing uh, about this particular tutorial. The tutorial is 8 hours, 14 minutes in length. As a matter of fact, I'm going to take you over there in a moment and show you um, the info for the tutorial so you can see that. But it is $89. I want to talk a bit about why it is $89. We've already had some comments from people saying, we feel that this is very overpriced, etc. For one thing, I would have you remember that it is $89, uh, or pardon me, it is $89 and 8 over 8 hours in length. It is 8 hours, 14 minutes in length. Having, having been listening to me talk for several minutes now, you know that I talk very fast, generally. I attempt to slow down and relax and make things as pleasant as possible during the course of the tutorial, but I do not talk slowly. I pack a lot into a short period of time and try to really give you your, your time's worth in each section. So if a section is 15 minutes, you're pretty much going to hear me talking or the stream talking for 15 minutes. You're not going to hear a great deal of silence in the course of that. This tutorial took, as I think I mentioned previously, about three solid weeks of work. During that time, I basically put a great deal of other things on hold, including my own businesses, uh, pretty much on hold during that time because I really wanted to concentrate and get this done as much as possible. So I spent at least eight hours a day, many days, 16 hours a day, doing recording and or editing intensely <laughs> for the tutorial to get eight hours and 14 minutes of comprehensive edited audio out of there. And you also, I think, must remember that during the course of some of these things, um, money was spent to make sure that the equipment that Chris and I were both using was up to the task, that we were able to edit as professionally as possible, that we were able to, that we were able to record as professionally as possible, that we were able to create the Daisy Nav for you guys so that you could have the convenience of that, should it be something that you wanted. So it was time, it was money, and... Uh, neither of us was getting a related salary for this during the course of it occurring. So I'm, I'm not going to, some of you know me, I don't know how many of you know me well enough to know, but I, I'm not someone who's going to release anything less than a 100% really thorough, really comprehensive product. It would not, my conscience would not allow me to do so, nor would my 
stubborn tenaciousness. So when you receive something from Mystic Access and something that I've put my name on with pride, it's going to be something that is a as sterling as I can make it. This thing has some issues. There's no doubt about that. There are a couple of moments. There's places where the stream audio, particularly in the first part, is a bit lower than in uh, preceding parts. And uh, that's because I was waiting for a cable. When that cable showed up, it solved a, a bit of a volume uh, lowering that I wasn't particularly pleased with. But um, as far as the quality of recording goes and the quality of being able to hear the stream throughout with pretty pretty great ease, it's there. Getting volumes, I mean, there's a tremendous amount that goes into it. So the one thing I, I want to say, and I understand that some people are going to have issues with price. We get that. We understand that. Talk to us. You know, if it's something that you feel you want, we'll, we'll work with you. We will have payment plans available. Uh, if you want to pay two installments of 45 or three installments of 30 for this to make it easier for you, talk to us. Let's see what we can work out. But I will guarantee you on my reputation, which I am proud of, that you're going to get a quality product for your money. It's not cheap. However, you cannot go out and get a trainer for $10 an hour, which is essentially what this is if you count the eight hours and the Daisy Nav that is available within the tutorial. I actually want to go back to Daisy Nav, speaking of that very briefly, um, and, and just show you the info for the tutorial so it gives you a slightly better idea of what's available here. I'm going to press my online offline key. Bookshelf. Talking books. 165. Yeah, books. I know. I have a lot of books Ten. on here. <laughs> Welcome to the Humanware Victor Reader Stream New Generation Audio Tutorial by Mystic Access. There it is. I'm going to press confirm to enter it. Welcome to the Humanware Victor Reader Stream New Generation I'm just going to press the info key because I want you to hear the info for the uh, for the book. Info. Welcome to the Humanware Victor Reader Stream New Generation Audio Tutorial by Mystic Access. 176 headings. Total time 8 hours 14 minutes 9 seconds. So it goes on and on. It's, it's going to continue to take you elapse time, et cetera, et cetera. But I, I did want you to hear the length of it <laughs> just, just so you would know what you're getting here. And I have, of course, gone uh, slightly over. I, I do apologize for that. One more thing I do want to show you very quickly, and then I'll turn it over to Chris to see if he has any final comments. I do want to show you what it sounds like if you're just listening to the MP3s in the Other Books folder. I'm just going to press the one key. Bookshelf. Talking books. We're back on Talking one, Books. I'm going to press it again. 57. Books. 53. Daisy tutorial. This is the Daisy version. I'm just going to press play. End of book. And press it again. Welcome to Mystic Access. I'm just going to press the six key and scroll you through. Part one. There are chimes that play section at the one. beginning and at the end Basic of each section orientation. when you are listening in the Daisy. Section or pardon two. me, when you are listening in the Opening. other Exploring. books folder. And we're not going to use all these chimes next time. Section We've already three. made that decision. It's just Entering, a bit much. Exploring and exiting the stream's built-in user. But they are good orientation points. So basically, in here, you can move from uh, parts, you know, stri strictly moving straight through. Part one, and then section one, two, three, et cetera, et cetera. The other thing I want to mention very briefly before turning this over, and I, I do apologize for running over. I will get to your questions. Um, but I do want to mention quickly that there are two sections that we put in here 
going back to the slight intimidation factor that can sometimes occur with assistive technology, sometimes it does become intimidating. I have, uh, well, let's see, I got my certification in 06. Um, so I have nine, almost nine, well, nine years this month of uh, professional training and uh, work as a professional personal life coach. And one of the things that I thought I could do with my coaching background, and I also have a, a psychology background, would be to place some of that in here in a way that I have really never seen done in tutorials. So the encouragement corner was born. And this just gives you some practical tips, tricks, motivational strategies, a little bit of inspiration to help you keep going during those times when you're just feeling overwhelmed, overwrought, uh, your confidence is gone, you're like, I can't possibly figure all this out. That's what Encouragement Corner's for. There's one at the beginning of, or pardon me, toward the end of each part of the tutorial's parts. So part one, two, three, four, five, there are five Encouragement Corners that can assist you just providing you some really powerful proactive tips that can really assist you in kind of getting back on kilter and feeling a little better and a little more confident in the use of your technology and feeling a little more grounded in being able to say, oh, well, maybe I can do this. You know, this is this is fine. This is something I can do. And I keep it practical, and I don't talk down to you. I think that's very, very important. I do not want to be demeaning in any way, shape, or form. But let's face it, we really do get overwhelmed. We really do sometimes feel like we need that little nudge or that helping hand or somebody just to say, hey, it's okay. You can do it. You can figure this out. No problem. Here are some tips that might help you. The Now It's Your Turn section follows after each encouragement corner, and this is an even briefer section. They're only about two or three minutes in length each. There are five of them, and they just assist you in kind of, as I, as I mentioned in the introduction, which you can listen to on the product page directly, the entire 10-minute introduction uh, and table of contents can be listened to there. It's kind of like throwing you in the sandbox and allowing you to play a little bit on your own proactively utilizing your stream. So I just give you some tips. I give you some advice on, okay, since we just did part blah, you can go back in this part and study X, X, and X. That might help you, or you may want to start here, etc. For instance, in the online section, now it's your turn. I specifically say, if you don't have your wireless configured, work on that first. So these are just some, some tips and tricks that I really wanted to share and express and just give you some, some jumping off points to really be able to use your tech, your assistive tech, specifically your stream, in ways that feel fun, in ways that boost your confidence rather than you feeling like, God, I'm being dragged down, you know, by this intimidation factor of this technology. And just really having fun with it and seeing it as a quest, seeing it as an adventure, and seeing it as something that's really, really enjoyable for you. Without further ado, of course, I have gone over. I want to thank you all for your patience and for welcoming me so warmly. I appreciate you guys. And let's turn it back over to Chris really fast, and then uh, we'll open up for questions. Chris, are you there? Ron, do we see Chris up there? Seeing. Yeah, I see Chris uh, listed, but I don't see his hand up. I'm sorry, we're not hearing you. Hello, I'm here. Um, I just wanted to also mention that we do have an offer code or a coupon code. If you purchase between now and next Monday, ending at 11.59 p.m., and use the coupon code TECHTALK518, that's TECHTALK, and then the date of this presentation, May 5th, you know, May, so it'll be 518, you get $15 off. So I just wanted to mention that before we got um, too carried away and it was forgotten about.
Thank you very much for the discount. Our pleasure. Well, thank you so much. This is so wonderful. We thank you. We thank Mystic Access for doing this for us. So you have till next Monday, guys. And uh, let's purchase this uh, great tutorial. Uh, Let me say uh, two things. Ron, the questions are going up. If you have questions, F8. Again, if you have no mic, write your question and enter. If you have a mic, F8, the letter Q, and enter. Uh, You can skip around here. I never have used the companion. I'm telling you, I'm a klutz. I just, I've heard tutorials by wonderful people. I shook my head and said, I don't know what they're talking about. And I'm telling you that Kim, with a little assistance, after I, I read it, too, I read her section, and not all of it, by the way. I see I missed some. I just Anyway, I'm using it now. It's wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Just, you know, she said, oh, no, let me help you get updated. And, you know, of course, I, I mess things up easily. and uh, But she got me on the right track, and I appreciate it. Let me start with a question. I know you guys have them. And this is just a personal deal. My uh, I bought a second generation, I don't know, way back. I got my wife one for Christmas. Her talking books, Chris and Kim, go alphabetically. Mine do to an extent. It may start with airport and then jump in the middle to V and then back to A. So I have to go through all the books unless I memorize the numbers for me. Is there something I can do? I'm not going to send it back. I love my stream. I won't be without it. One thing that might be helpful, Bob, in those circumstances, there there are a couple ways to do it. And one way that you might want to do it, I believe in your folder structure, should you wish to put your books in separate folders within, say, your DTB folder, that might be something that would help you to say, okay, my science fiction's in this folder, my drama's in this folder, my comedy's in this folder, et cetera, et cetera, or have particular authors in particular folders. That could help with organization. I believe, I don't want to say this too um, quickly or loudly, but I believe there are other ways to configure the changes that you wish to make to make everything go alphabetically. I believe you can either append to or add to the beginning of a file name, and I'm trying to remember which it is. That's in the user guide. I know that's what I'm saying. See, I know there's stuff that's missed during the course of some of this. I believe the user guide mentions it. Uh, If not, Jerry's original first-gen uh, information. I'm almost positive he mentions it in there somewhere. So you'd have to dig that up online in the first gen stream information. I will find out more about that though because that is not something. Of course, you caught you caught me with something I didn't cover uh, in the course of the tutorial as far as getting everything nice and alphabetized to your liking. But folder structures may actually help to make that a little less overwhelming. Then you can just navigate by nav level and move to whatever folder of, for instance, a certain author, certain uh, series, etc., that may help in the meantime to get that overwhelmed down just a bit in terms of, okay, this is here, this is here, this is in this folder, etc. So long answer to a short question. I apologize. Thank you so much. Ron, do we have questions, please? Uh, yeah, I currently see seven questions, and Bobby Vinton is waiting longest. Okay, Bobby, are you there? Yes, I am here. Um... Um, how do we replace, or no, and not how, um, how often should we replace the battery in the Victor Reader stream? That's number one. Number two, 
how much is a tutorial? Because the reason why I'm asking is I don't want my battery to stop charging, so I want to be able to replace it every couple of years if I have to. So I like I want a definite answer if I can. Okay, the tutorial's eighty nine dollars. You must have missed that. She just talked about that. Let's see about battery length, Chris or Kim. I would think uh, usually the batteries go for five hundred charges, which is usually about a year and a half to two years. It depends on you know your usage, and also the tutorial. Just to reiterate, is eighty nine dollars, but the offer code is Tech Talk 518. It drops it down to 74. And that expires next Monday. Thank you, Chris. That's right. T-E-K space T-A-L-K 518. That's your code. That's what I saw around there. And uh, so that's great. We thank you so much. Okay, Ron, next question, please. Bob, no space. It's Tech Talk is one word. No space. 518. Okay, Mike Hartwick is next. Yeah, I was wondering if you could just give us a little uh, overview on how uh, you created the Daisy Book, like the software that you used and things like that. Absolutely, Mike. Um, we used the Book Wizard Producer from APH to do the Daisy Nav. That was quite a job because there are over 170 heading levels in there. And there's also the um, need to go in and actually write up in text what each heading is. So, for instance, if you're playing it on something that does not announce the audio portion of what each heading level is, then it can announce that using TTS, you know, it's, it's personal TTS voice or whatever your device happens to be. So that's, that's another piece that, that goes into that. And with this particular program, the Book Wizard Producer, it's just a matter of going in and telling it essentially with some keystrokes where you want your headings to be and then giving each heading an audio label. So, in other words, with the stream, for instance, if you wanted to press where am I at a certain place, there would be an audio label associated with that to kind of get you oriented to, oh, okay, in this section she's going to do this, or in this section we're going to experience this, etc. So I hope that answers the question a bit. It's, it's, a, bit invo- it's a bit more involved than that, and uh, there are um, <laughs> there quite a few steps involved in, in doing it. It was a bit of a learning curve, but it was well worth it. I, I hope the Daisy is something that people find useful. Yes, it's so awesome. Okay, my uh, Ron, next question, please. Okay, Rich Cavallaro is next. Good evening, everybody. This is Rich Cavallaro from Iowa, and I just have to say I'm very impressed with this tutorial. For someone like myself who is a technology trainer, I have lots of clients who I know will benefit from this, and even me personally. I've been a user of both models of the stream, and I've been listening to it since I bought the tutorial over the weekend, and I'm learning a few things that I forgot about. So a job well done of both of you, Kim and Chris, and uh, I'm really impressed with this top-quality product and have quite a few clients who I know are going to uh, be purchasing this for reference uh, and learning about the stream. So great job. Thanks a million for that, Rich. That totally makes my night. Uh, hearing from someone who's doing training and knowing they're learning stuff they've forgotten, that's just that's the icing on the cake. That's exactly what I want. So thank you. Hey, thanks, Rich. Okay, next question, Ron. Uh, Mitchell is next. Uh, excellent job on the tutorial and all the work that goes with it. I was wondering, Chris, are you guys going to do any demonstrations of Windows 10 on your very, very great podcast? 
Uh, when Windows 10 is available, more than likely, yes. Okay, that's great. Okay, Ron? Uh, Brandon Heinrich is next. Yeah, I just wanted to comment, first of all, a fine presentation by both uh, parties. Um, I just have a question about the notes section. Um, I have the old Victor Reader Stream model, and uh, you were only able to record eight hours on that uh, model. Uh, has the length of a recording time changed uh, since that uh, the second generation was released? Hey, Brandon, thanks for your question. Actually, it really depends on which format you happen to be recording in. So, for instance, if you're recording with your internal mic, there are various formats available. There's a WAV format, there's 96 kbp MP3, and there's 64 kbp MP3. So that's going to depend on how many hours are available. It's also going to depend on how big your SD card is that you're utilizing, whether it's 32 or 4 gigs or however big it happens to be, and on how much stuff you happen to have on your SD card at the time. So... It's a few factors that determine, but yeah, you can get you can get several hours. As a matter of fact, let me just check here real quick while we're in notes, or while we're while we're here. Let me Bookshelf. just check for you. Internet radio. I'm going Bookshelf. to move to Other the notes. Fifty-seven. Uh, the recording menu. menu. Skip. Language. Text to text. Format SD card. Multitap. Navigation. Skip. Language. Recording. Here we go. Built-in microphone file type. MP3, 96 kilobits per second. This is 96. Recording time remaining, 55 hours, oh, yeah. 23 minutes. 55 hours, 23 53. minutes with this, this particular companies. one. This is a 32 gig card that I have in here, and I think I probably have four or six gigs, something like that, left on it. So it depends on the size of your card, how much is on your card, but there are various formats available both both for internal and external recording that you can change in your notes uh, in the recording menu that can affect how much recording time you get in your notes section. So I know it probably sounds a little bit convoluted, but based on your menu choices and formats, etc., that you choose, file formats, etc., will depend on how much recording time you get. So I hope that helps. Thank you very much. Yes, it does. And in the tutorial, she gives you examples of how these sound and how you get to them. So it's really good. Okay, Ron? Uh, Joshua Hendrickson is next. Hey, everybody. Hey, uh, Kim and uh, Chris. Great, great presentation. I, uh, I've been a stream user, a second-gen stream user for a while, and I do a uh, weekly, uh, monthly uh, Victorator stream chat, which is uh, a lot of fun. But uh, my question is, uh, during your tutorial, uh, do you guys mention, um, about talk about uh, unprotected EPUB books uh, being able to play it in the in the talking books folder. No, unfortunately, <laughs> we don't. See, this is what I need you guys for. You could call me on the stuff that I actually did not talk about. That would have been actually, Josh. I looked for an unprotected EPUB book to play on the stream. I attempted to download something from. Gutenberg? Was it Gutenberg? There was somewhere where I tried to make sure I could download one to play it. It just never worked out, and that section, the text section was extensive enough. It's probably half an hour or very close to it uh, without the unprotected EPUB. I wish that was something that I had been able to get to um, and, and do. That's something that I would like to play with more myself, so get a bit more confidence in my own use of the unprotected EPUB format on the stream. I would be 
love and be delighted to create something like that in a future update. Like I said, if there's a if there's a big enough update that warrants a new section or something, that's certainly something that I would like to be able to throw in and use. It's a very good point and something that I did not do, unfortunately, in the course of this. But it's it's great to hear your voice, and thanks for the question. And that's something that I do want to definitely take under consideration for a future update. Very good. Ron? Okay, uh, Marsha asks, what is the URL for ordering the tutorial? Marsha, if you go to mysticaccess.com, that's M-Y-S-T-I-C-A-C-C-E-S-S.com, and scroll down, there's really good heading navigation on the website, you're going to see something called Featured Products. When you move down, that's the first thing you're going to see in that section uh, we can post the URL. One of us can get that and throw it in the text chat here in a minute. Uh, but I can get you the direct URL or send me an email, kim at mysticaccess.com. I'll get you the direct URL to it if that's easier for you. Uh, but if you click on, if you go down to featured products, you will see that. Uh, you will see it listed. You'll see the entire description with all the headings and bullet points that I put in there. You'll see something called more detail. Uh, if you click on more detail, it'll take you in there and you can add it to your cart from there. I think you can also add it to your cart directly from uh, the homepage itself as you scroll down there. So it's it's pretty uh, friendly to various screen readers. Obviously, that's something both of us wanted <laughs> and uh, should be easy to find. But I can get you that URL. And if you send me a copy, we'll get it out to our list as well and help you out there. Uh, Ron, next, that was a good question. Ron, next question, please. Uh, Joni Leonard is next. Hi, this sounds really, really good. Um, do you take credit cards? And um, there was another question I wanted to ask you, and now I don't remember, but um, I'm interested in obtaining this uh, tutorial. God knows I need it. It's, uh, it does seem very overwhelming. I've learned um, a lot about the second-generation stream. I've had a first one too, but um, I think your tutorial might help a lot. So um, mainly I want to know if you take credit cards. And could you give us your phone number? Yes, we do take credit cards. The uh, website uh, as of today is has the ability to take credit cards directly as well as uh, PayPal. The phone number is 716-543-3323. Yeah, we take MasterCard, Discover, American Express, and Visa. So, uh, and Joni, I totally get the overwhelm piece of it. Uh, we'll be happy to help you out there. If you have any specific questions, concerns, feel free to email me directly, Kim at MysticAccess.com. Love to uh, talk to you more about that or, or help in any way because I, I totally get that. I was a first-gen user as well, as I mentioned. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, we absolutely take credit cards. You can pay directly on the site. You don't even have to go anywhere. So it's all right there on the website. And I take one section at a time. I just, I'm like the, the tortoise and the hare, and I'm not the hare. I go slowly until I get it. And uh, if, if the whole thing, yes, is very impressive. Okay, Ron? Okay, the last question is from Chico. Okay, Chico? Okay, my question is, is a few questions. Um, so I can actually call you uh, tomorrow and... Uh, and pay for the stream. Um, uh, the, the, if I... Chico, you're very hard to hear, and this is being recorded. If you could write your question, we'll try to get it out there for you. Okay, Ron, are there any other questions, please? 
Uh, that was the last one. I just wanted to mention that I threw the link, direct link to the product into the text chat and also something kind of fun that um, the person who created our image for the product, it is a picture of a red person running up a rainbow stairs. The, the stairs are different colors and at the top of the stairs is a stream. I just thought that that was really kind of cool, and the person that created that image had no idea about uh, the the little introduction where the the footsteps are going through the grass and gravel and up the stairs and knocking on the door, yada yada yada. Yeah, and to answer Chico's question real quick about calling, sure, if you're more comfortable calling and letting us take your credit card info over the phone, that can absolutely be done. Just give us a ring seven one six five four three 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 two three, and uh, Chris. Chris will be available tomorrow to help you out with that. I will not, but uh, he can definitely help you out with that. Well, I'm glad you caught that. That's good. Absolutely. Well, what can I say? Kim and Chris, thank you so very much for an outstanding presentation. And I, I before you guys, I'd never heard of Mystic Access, but I have now, and I'm going on that website to look at other products. We look forward to future tutorials. You guys have an open invitation to speak anytime you wish on Tech Talk. So uh, if you want to, we're going to give you the last word. If you have any final contact information or anything else you want to say, the microphone is yours. And thank you so much. Thank you, Bob, for inviting us. And uh, we appreciate the time and opportunity to come and speak. Uh, we also do have, for those uh, people who know me from past lives, um, on the website there are two GPS-oriented uh, tutorials. One is the Sendero Maps, more than a map manager tutorial, and a fully comprehensive, of course, uh, sense navigation uh, audio tutorial as well. So they're both up there too. Yeah, we absolutely appreciate the opportunity. It's been a great pleasure to be here. Thank you for the warm welcome. I've had a blast with my my first experience here. Really appreciate you guys being so nice. Uh, it's been great fun. And another thing to note is that we are going to have personalized training packages available uh, coming soon to the website as well. So keep an eye on the mysticaccess.com space by the end of the week. I just keep throwing copy up there and throwing copy up there. So we will have new pages, uh, training opportunities for one-on-one. -on -one. We're going to keep everything as affordable for you guys as possible. And I'm really just really looking forward to sharing and um, helping you guys out in, in whatever ways are most helpful for you personally, you know, particularly in regards to stream, you know, one-on-one -on -one stream training, et cetera. Uh, some of the stuff I did with Encouragement Corner, I'm probably going to create some sort of training around that aspect since, you know, with my own, with my own past life experiences to kind of assist you with some elements of confidence building, gain greater self-empowerment, self-motivation, et cetera. So there's going to be quite a lot available. We're very excited. This is a, a bit of a new venture for, for us kind of stepping into this thing together, and it's been a pleasure thus far, and we appreciate the opportunity to be here on Tech Talk and are very, very grateful, and we appreciate you guys spending some time with us. So we really appreciate it. Well, how exciting for Mystic Access. I mean, we really are proud of you guys. All right, next week we have a holiday, and June 1, I'm setting that up. I hope we get them. It'll be a big surprise. Okay. Thank you so much, you guys. This room is yours all night, if you wish. I, uh, Kim said she may be able to stay a little bit, and let's you know keep it on the stream then, if if you will, because her time is is important. I think it is. Uh, and um, so, thanks, guys. You're a wonderful audience.
The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. To contact us, please visit www.mysticaccess.com. Call us, 716-543-3323, and press 2 to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at show at mysticaccesspodcast.com, and follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mysticaccess. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? Please tell your friends and colleagues to visit us at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy what you hear on our podcasts, feel free to leave us an iTunes rating and review. We certainly appreciate those. Also, you may feel free to use our podcasts in your own RSS feed. Just be sure that all of our contact information is left intact. Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for listening. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode.